3: Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected. Stepping up. Stepping
4: up. Get behind the scenes and
3: relive the drama. Don't
4: talk to him. He's a little twerk. All of this is unimportant to
3: me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell
1: you something right now.
3: This is getting real with the Housewives. Fabulous. Going with the wind. Fabulous. Now here is your host.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a new Real Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things Real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi.
3: And I'm your co-host, Joe Drake.
1: And before we get started, we want to make sure that you know you can listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this week, we catch up with Ramona Singer and Dorinda Medley, who tell us all about the new season of Real Housewives of New York. Plus, Teddy Mellencamp reveals to us how Stassi Schroeder helped convince her husband to name their baby Dove. But first, let's catch up on all the Housewives news because we have a ton of it. Joe, what is going on?
3: There is so much this week. Oh, just my like, God. Just like we said <laughs> last week that in the middle of a global pandemic, leave it up to Bravo celebrities to just keep us entertained. And, you know, there's just endless amount of things that we have to talk about this week
1: Uh, so much well thank god because andy cohen is back uh he kicked coronavirus's butt and he is doing watch what happens live again so we're getting a a ton of news from there right yeah
3: definitely so kyle richards was on this week and of course fans had to ask about her last run-in with who else lisa vanderpump she said that they ran into each other at a restaurant and that the hostess actually sat them next to each other which kind of cracked me up because either A, the hostess had no idea what she was doing, or B, she knew exactly what she was doing.
1: I'm going to go with she knew exactly what she was doing. (laughs) A hundred percent. Because I would do the same thing. And Kyle was even
3: like, really? Looking at the hostess like, you know what you're doing. But apparently Kyle said that Todd, Lisa's husband, as we know, came over and gave her a hug. Um, But unfortunately, Lisa was, quote, short with her. But I feel like Lisa's always kind of short with most people.
1: I feel like that, too. I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like this feud between the two of them is never going to die. Like, that is, that is a friendship that is done. No,
3: it's done. <laughs> and you know what? Having asked Housewives this question and having seen uh, Watch What Happens Live and other outlets talk about it, I'm sort of done caring about who's run into Lisa Vanderpump at this Me point. Me, too.
1: Me, too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of over it. You know, I think Lisa's moved on. Everybody's moved on.
3: It's not like we're going to get some sort of juicy story where they're hair pulling in a parking lot like that's Right. It's it is what it is. They've moved on. You're right. So I think we all need to move on.
1: Yes. Yes. And speaking of people that are moving on, uh, Teresa has begun divorce proceedings from Joe. Yes. You know, breaking news from Melissa and Joe Gorga, Right.
3: I know. So interestingly enough, at the reunion, when they taped a reunion for New Jersey, they had yet to start divorce proceedings. But according Mm -hmm. to Joe Gorga on Watch What Happens Live, he said the paperwork is almost done. Now, I've never been married, nor have I been divorced, but I'm not sure how quickly that process can go. But it sounds like it went relatively fast.
1: Yeah, relatively fast, which means that they probably didn't have many... Uh, hang-ups, going to court with, like, you know, um, custody agreements. Right. I, mean, he, I mean, he can't see them anyway. I mean, he's in Italy. Yeah, I wonder um, if that
3: had something to do with it.
1: Maybe. It, it could. I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, the girls will spend part of the summer with Joe and breaks and things like that. So, you know, right. who knows? Who knows what, uh, what kind of went down? But well, it'll be interesting to see.
3: Yeah. Joe Gorga kind of alluded on the reunion, A, that he was sort of ready for this to get started he even was sort of pressuring Teresa to get the ball rolling then but also i found it interesting and i never thought about this that joe judice would even try to come for Teresa's money in all of this that's what people were sort of speculating but if this is going quickly maybe he's just sort of waving the white flag and letting her move on with her life
1: yeah totally um yeah so we'll we'll see how that goes they also said that she's not dating so, I know, which is uh, interesting because interesting.
3: I thought she was dating Tony, the pool guy. <laughs>
1: right. I thought so, too, but apparently not. So unless maybe we'll
3: her brother's just trying to, you know, help with the rumor mill a little bit.
1: Maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I know. Um, All right. So let's move on to some Atlanta news. We got actually have a lot of Atlanta news. Now there this is. Is, um We had no idea, but Portia Williams actually revealed that she had a miscarriage, which, you know, obviously devastating. That is so sad. But it happened a number of years ago, right?
3: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, a preview came out for this Sunday's episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Portia revealed that, yeah, six years ago, she had a miscarriage and- to make it even more sad, she was alone when it happened. So I can only imagine. But And she also spoke about how she hadn't really publicly talked about it to this extent, which then prompted fellow housewives uh, Kenya and their friend Tanya to talk about their fertility struggles. So I think it'll be a pretty uh, eye-opening and sort of sad episode coming up this sunday
1: yeah i know that's so it's so heartbreaking she's yeah. definitely been through a lot so definitely but the silver
3: lining know. is she is mobbed to daughter pj and pj is adorable so
1: oh so cute yes so cute uh now this is something that we can get definitely get behind uh nini is coming out with a song
3: she's coming out with music of all the housewives first of all we know kim Zolciak came out with music we of know course. kenya moore came out with music Yep. I feel like Nini was sort of judgmental about them. The fact that she's waited all this time and is now coming out with music of herself, A, seems a little hypocritical, and B, I don't really care because I'll be listening to it anyway.
1: Oh, 100%. <laughs> It'll be on repeat. I can't wait to see how this one goes down. I'm very excited yeah, about that. So, so, she
3: so, teased it on Instagram, and it's called Come and Get This Honey. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a little bit like spoken word to a beat, but right. it already seems catchy enough i mean i don't know
1: <laughs> i don't know i yeah. mean who knows if it could ever beat out uh tardy for the party but <laughs> i know see that's
3: what the thing is especially with the atlanta girls tardy for the party and gone with the wind fabulous have become like staple housewives music you know oh, so
1: totally Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. I can't wait. But um, in the midst of uh, Nini getting ready to release her song, she's also been throwing some serious shade at one of uh, the uh, Atlanta ladies, saying she, that Eva isn't carrying her weight this season.
3: Which is interesting because she literally was carrying her weight because she had she was carrying a baby in her <laughs> belly. <okay>? Very true. <laughs> so Very
1: true. I don't understand.
3: I mean, the thing about Nini is, and we all know this, from day one, speaking of Kim Zolciak, she has pitted herself against another housewife because I think she realizes the formula of the show, which back then was smart. But I think this many years later, fans are so obsessed and fans are so invested in the show that they can smell what's authentic and what might not be. And I just sort of feel like this repeat, you know repeat offender of Nini sort of going against women is, doesn't feel authentic to me anymore.
4: No. Yeah. So her
3: sort of saying that, you know, Eva doesn't carry her weight. It's like, it just seems like the same old song and dance. Nini always does.
1: Right. Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, she had a a tough season. She was having a baby like, you know, she couldn't go on the trip with them um, because she was pregnant. So it's like, obviously, she's not going to have as much screen time because (laughs) she's dealing with something else. Right. I mean, (laughs) I
3: do think that if you do miss the trip a season, I mean, you're missing out on a huge chunk. But Christ- totally. Christina, as you know, it's like once you have a baby, it's like uh, other things need to be tended to.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. There's different priorities, priority oh. And I'm sure she was upset that she missed out on the trip anyway, but, right. you know, she's got to take care of her baby. The one
3: thing I will say is that um, at BravoCon this year, she was without a doubt the most fashionable. I mean, all the housewives were sort of wearing, you know, the similar housewife look. She was mm-hmm. in like long braids and this very sort of Woodstock hippie mm-hmm. outfit. And I was like, I really appreciate what Eva brings to all franchises. She's sort of really herself and doesn't necessarily feel like she has to fit the, quote, housewife mold, you know?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I like her. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm sure she'll still be around because we have to see how the baby plays out. Yeah, Nini does not Um,
3: control the strings behind the scenes, I'll tell you. Right.
1: (laughs) As much as we might think she does. As much as she (laughs)
3: wants to do. Right, Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, let's talk a little bit about Tinsley because we actually found out a little bit more about her wedding details. And I was really surprised about this, that they were actually thinking about getting married in Japan.
3: I know that was shocking. I mean, right. I'm not surprised that someone like Tinsley and Scott would want a destination wedding. That makes sure. sense to me. But Japan?
1: Japan. Like,
3: that? I, I mean if she has she been very, to Japan. I'm yeah, like- <laughs> probably very cool. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure it would be gorgeous. But I mean, that's expensive for people to get to.
1: Oh, 100 percent. Well, obviously, you know, she's going to have to put her wedding on hold. Yeah, Um, because of everything going on with the coronavirus and traveling and things like that. But right. so who knows if maybe they'll do it now in Chicago or in New York or, you know.
3: I mean, I think that would be ju- the most romantic thing to do is, you know, he lives in Chicago. She claims to be moving there. If, right. I mean. I'm not in their relationship, but if she really loves them, I think they should have a small wedding in Chicago and call it a day.
1: I think so too. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I do too. I mean, I wonder if any of the housewives will be invited.
3: Well, for sure,
1: probably won't <laughs> Dorinda
3: probably won't based on last night's episode. Which <laughs> yeah. We'll get into, yes. I mean, obviously Carol, because Carol introduced them.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, mm-hmm. So I would assume she gets an automatic invite in terms of the other ladies. Maybe the newcomer, Leah, because Tinsley brought her into the fold.
1: True. Yeah.
3: Um, but other than I that, know. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, a lot of people aren't really on board with this relationship because they, you know, they broke up, got back together. Right. You know, it's kind of been like this roller coaster of a relationship. So Definitely. I don't know. I know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Before we wrap up news, you know, we have to talk about the Real Housewives of Potomac trailer. It was released. Lots of drama, of course.
3: Yeah. So we forgot to talk about it last week. So I just wanted to quickly jump in this week that Real Housewives of Potomac, in my opinion, is the hidden gem of all franchises. (laughs) Although if you talk to fellow Bravo-holic people, everyone Uh agrees that Potomac is incredible. It's like the perfect Mm -hmm. mesh between Atlanta and New Jersey. Yeah, And uh, the new season comes out in May, and it just looks fantastic. They're five years in, and it does not disappoint.
1: I can't believe it's five years.
3: Five years already. I know. And I don't remember... Uh, I always remember sort of New York and Beverly Hills being on around the same time. But now we're getting Potomac, which just feels like icing on the cake for me.
1: Yeah, totally. We'll we'll see. I know. See how that season plays out. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, we spoke about babies before. So I recently spoke to Teddy Mellencamp and she opened up to us about life with her newborn baby girl, Dove, and how she finally convinced her husband, Edwin, to get on board with her name, Dove, which I think kind of love. I think it's adorable. I think it's and beautiful. She, right? Yes. And get this. She actually has Stasi to thank for this. So take a listen. How has it been adjusting to life as a mom of
0: three?
2: Well, you know, I well, it's, I have a stepdaughter right. and then I have four, yeah. um, yeah. but it, it really has been, you know, I always say like the first was the hardest for me because like it's, I had no idea what to expect and this kind of my life was totally turned around. Now it's like I'm really able to appreciate those slower moments where you're just like laying and bonding with the baby um, and, you know, with everything that's going on you're really home so <laughs> you're really bonding <laughs> so you know it's 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 been good I mean night times have been a little bit hard because there's like that witching hour but um which is really like five hours yep <laughs> but <laughs> um the snoo has definitely helped that wasn't around with the other kid
1: I I did, I think that was like just getting started like a few like when she was just born so I didn't have it but I heard great things about it
2: it was so great. It's so great, but last night our internet went out, and and you, it only works if the internet's working. And you would have thought it was like code red. I was like <laughs> reading down my husband. I'm like, where's the ethernet cables? What's <laughs> happening? He's like, you, you're like, I'm like, you don't understand. the do nice <laughs> Work. Is she a good
1: baby so far? I mean, I know it's just a month, but you know, is she a good baby?
2: She's such a good baby. Um, she's definitely, she loves to be held. Like she's not one that like wants to be on her own. <laughs> like, like, you know, she's not one that like wants to be in the swing or anything. She wants to be held. Um, her favorite place is like to be like in the carrier, walked around and, but she's such a good baby. And I'm so, I feel so like blessed that I was able to have her in the hospital and Edwin be there. And I just keep
1: remembering how grateful I am. Where'd you get her name from? Cause it's so beautiful. I love it.
2: You know, I, we just were like googling names and looking up names, and the second I saw Dove, I was like, "I love it! I think it's so cute." And then I was like looking up, I when I go, when I pick names, I look and just see like the percentage of people named that name mm-hmm. because I I liked the fact that there was no teddies in my class. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and with Slate, you know, that was the same thing. With Cruz, originally it wasn't a super popular name, but now it is. Now it, is yeah. it has nothing to do with me, it just became more popular. But uh, um, there was barely any kids named, like the percentage was so low. And um, it was really just getting my husband on board. Yeah. And he was, like, super against the name. I tried everything. I'm, like, sent him a picture of Dove Cameron. I'm, like, look how beautiful she is. To, like, Dove is a symbol of, you know, <laughs> and, and, and faith and blah, blah, blah. And then all it took was Stassi. We were at lunch with Stassi um, and Bo. And, and Stassi's, like, what? Like, lovey-dovey. It's so cute. And Edwin was, like, you know what? I like that. I'm, like, I have been trying for six months. <laughs> Stassi says like one thing and you're like sure I'm like I can't
1: with you oh my god I love that I love that Stassi helped name your baby
2: <laughs> oh she sent me flowers after the baby was born and she was like I am so grateful that you know I helped come up with her name I'm like I am too because he was not he was like fully
1: not for it so That's yeah. so funny that so now I'm now I'm sure he loves it
2: Oh, now he loves it. And then he's like, and there's an emoji for Dove. I'm like, I know. (laughs)
1: Like, I thought about this all already. (laughs) Any mom fails this first month of uh, being with Dove?
2: Uh, I would say my biggest mom fails is like, even though every single time I go to change her, I know that she's going to go to the restroom again. Like, I know it in my head, but I think like this time I'll be quick enough to be able to grab it and not like, nope. (laughs) every single time like my kids in the background like saying it's a poo-poo party (laughs) I'm like why are you guys mocking me they're like mom you know she does this every time I'm like I know but I don't want to be prepared with the extra diaper and the new like come on eventually you'll get it right (laughs) yeah no probably not it'll be like
1: she's like potty trained but yeah
2: right that seems to be a daily occurrence about 10
1: times a day so. yeah I feel you I feel you how are the kids doing with the baby are they loving her
2: oh they're good I mean but they real, there's you know they want to like they they call them her baby like our baby so but there's like certain things they can't do yet so they're like I want to give the bath and I'm like well you can sit in the bath right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are they helping to change diapers and things like that yes they're starting to help but dove is like not that's like her worst time is when you change the diapers <laughs> you would think you were doing something terrible She's like ah! so yeah. i mainly i'm like all right let's hold her let's go you know you can push her in the stroller when we go on a walk like those types of things yeah
1: yeah i can't believe that um teddy had Stasi convince her husband to name the baby so funny
3: yeah wait so what Break this down for me. I'm so confused. <laughs> so Teddy
1: said, you know, we went out for lunch, and I said the name Dove, and I really liked it. And Edwin's like, oh, yeah. And when Stasi was like, yeah, I like it. And Edwin's like, sure, yeah, I like it too. So I guess it just took somebody from the outside to... Um to give the seal of approval, Well, I guess guess
3: that is true. I'm not sure what you and your husband were doing when you were naming your beautiful daughter, but I guess when you get sort of like outside input, it sort of solidifies like, okay, yeah, that is a good name.
1: (laughs) Totally, yeah. Yeah. No, you want that reassurance. So uh, they got it, and now they have a beautiful baby. We're going to have more from Teddy next week all about the next season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so I'm really excited about that. Yes, yes. So we have to talk about the Real Housewives of New York season 12 premiere... It was it was jammed. Usually, you know, we kind of get like a slow ramp up to the to the drama, but right. they went right in. They right went in. right
3: in. I thought it was perfect. I mean, the way that they opened up the show, addressing the elephant in the room with Bethany, not being yes, there it. was perfect mm-hmm. because we all wanted to know what their thoughts were.
1: Sure. Yeah. And no, we, I thought and, it was funny.
3: Yeah. So acknowledging that they are on a reality show and acknowledging that one of their, you know, cast mates just up and left them. It's like, we want to know. We want to know what you
1: yeah. thought. I love, like, Ramona's like, did we even have to talk oh, about yeah. it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: it was obvious that, like, and Ramona, were like, you know, we don't care.
1: But I, right. But I secretly
3: think that they care.
1: I'm sure that they care. I think that they, from, based on, like, talking to them, it seems like they weren't very happy with how it went down. Like, right. how Bethany never kind of gave them the, gave either one of them, like, a heads up that she was leaving. I mean, they were, they film together for years. I mean, they do right. have a friendship in some capacity. Well,
3: and Ramona um, and Luann obviously are the OGs with Bethany. Right. And I think yeah. it sort of, I, I, I obviously believe them to an extent because I think we got a little bit of an inside look as to how Bethany operates behind the scenes. And she's yeah. doing a lot of wonderful things with her uh, charity and for the coronavirus mm-hmm. right now. But I mean, word has it for years that she was, not necessarily the most easy going on set so i'm sure that ramona and luann are rolling their eyes because they're like here she goes again making up her yep. own rules pulling out at the last minute
1: totally yeah so i mean i kind of agree with the girls i mean i i thought that the episode was you know jam-packed with a lot of great stuff a lot, yes. a lot of great moments and i don't know should we go to our clip of the week
3: let's go to the clip of the week
1: okay I got it. No. Seb- Dorinda's really gotten past this. It's not an olive branch, it's the whole tree. So I loved, I think we both agree that we loved everyone dancing to feeling Giovanni.
3: Oh, it was perfect. So I know you <laughs> I know you'll be shocked, but that drag queen is actually a friend of mine.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed. And I
3: had I actually had no idea. So when she came on the screen, I was screaming. But uh-huh. it was, it was the perfect sort of, I guess nail in the coffin, for lack of a better phrase, between Dorinda and Luann, because just like we were talking about Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump, like, I'm done wondering if Dorinda was heckling Luann. Like, okay, we saw it, we've been there, done that. Now, everybody just feel Giovanni and dance. OK, I
1: love it. I know. I love that Luann was like, you know, she didn't just extend the olive branch. She extended the whole tree, which, <laughs> she definitely you know, did. I love that. I think it's great. And, you know, it was it was a, a fun way to kick off this first season. Definitely.
3: What did you make of Leah's debut?
1: I liked her. I, did I too. thought she was, you know, I thought she was very much, um, you know, spoke her mind She doesn't really have a filter so far, and she kind of held her own. You know, she's a native, a native New Yorker, and which I think the girls really appreciated. Of course, and she, you know, she she doesn't give a f. (laughs) Absolutely
3: not. And she actually, I was actually surprised at how. I don't know, vulgar, she
1: kind of was. Yes, I know.
3: She was swearing. She was talking about sex and masturbation. And episode one, I was like, okay, she is here to bring the action.
1: Yes, she really brought it. And I really, I I enjoyed her. And we actually see her and Luann kind of bond a little bit because of their criminal past. No, absolutely. When they got to
3: the party, Dorinda's party (laughs) last night, I thought it was interesting because Leah revealed that she had been sober for nine years, but within Mm -hmm. the last six months started drinking and immediately bells went off in my head. I was like, oh, I wonder who she's going to (laughs) relate to. Sure,
1: yeah, no, totally. And speaking of uh, Luann starting to drink again, you know, I want to get into our exclusive interview of the week when we spoke to Ramona and Dorinda about Luann, you know, starting to drink again. So take a listen to this. You mentioned that you and Luann are back on track, which I think is fantastic. Is it much, it has to be so much more fun being able to film when you guys are like, you know, BFFs again.
0: Well, you know what the great thing, uh, I think the thing that we all realized about Luann is, you know, we, none of us have really gone through that kind of pressure of being on probation for a year. And I think it just put a huge strain on her, and there is a complete lightness about Lou this year, and um, she's just happy. I think she, you know, she, as she said at one point, you know, no one really appreciates the the loss of freedom until there's loss of freedom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she, um, I think she had a really positive year, and she's really still working on herself. You know, yeah.
1: It's, I mean, when we spoke to her earlier, it really sounds like she's in the best place that she's been in in a very long time.
4: We do. I see- think so.
1: Yeah, but we we do see her on the show decide that she is drinking again. Were you surprised by that? She said that everybody was super supportive of her, but were you surprised by that?
0: I, no, because I never thought Luann was an alcoholic. I thought that Luann, you know, got caught. You know, and I think that all of us have had those moments where we, you know, could have been in a bad situation and i think that you know she did her time and she has decided to start drinking again and again that's her own prerogative Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm not a person that really is live and let live i don't want to pass judgment on people you know i i have enough of my own problems to work (laughs) to be worrying about everyone else's you know
1: So I spoke to Luann earlier and she, you know, spoke a little bit about her decision to start drinking again. And she said that everybody was very supportive of her. But were you very surprised that she decided to do this? Or do you feel like she's in, you know, a really good place in her life?
4: You know, I've never seen Luann so happy and so centered and so put together. I mean, not put together like, well, actually, she's put together with her beauty and her makeup and her clothes and her hair, but put together in her mind. I mean, I could actually have, you'll see a different bond with her and I this season. year i have a different bond with her that i never had before so if she feels she can drink and and drink responsibly like then why not some people some people can't i think she's able to why do you think your bond between the two of you became
1: so strong this season is because maybe bethany wasn't here no i think she just grew a lot
4: i think she really took what happened to her to heart i mean listen she went through a lot of stuff i mean really tough i mean married again divorced i mean i went 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 to jail overnight i i can't even imagine and then and had to you know breathe into uh her the breathalyzer i mean that you know you 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 have to wake up and she woke up and smelled the coffee big time i think and it was a wake-up call for her and she really you know got into yoga and into herself and she became less i think we listen we're all selfish and self-centered okay listen we are i admit it, i can be you can be we all can be of course. And she was but she became less self-centered and just more more likable more approachable not so like you know, like removed and trying to cover up who she is. She's being more open about herself and about and opening up to people. And I just felt her opening up more to me and I responded to that. And I was, yeah, I mean, there's gonna be, I think there's an episode where her and I go, I, there's, not, yeah, there's going to be an episode at some point where she and I have lunch together and it was like, it was great. I had a great time with her. I mean, I love being with her. That's and great. Like, I've always liked being with her, but now I love being with her.
1: What was it like having the season without Bethany?
0: You know, I love Bethany and I, um, I'm i still in contact with her and I enjoy it, but, but I'm happy for her that she's, you know, she's made her decision in her life and she's doing a lot right now with Be Strong and focusing on that and she is great in these crisis areas and i think that she's happy and we did we did a good job so you know you never know
1: right you never know who's going to come back yeah. and she's going to come back yeah were you a surprised break. were you surprised break that break. she left <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were you surprised that she left
0: i was sad i was really yeah. sad at first because obviously it was sudden for us and i was looking forward to filming with her and I think Bethy and I, you know, have a lot of the same sort of personality traits.
4: Quick <laughs> with a tongue. Well, let's talk about season twelve of Real Housewives of New yeah, York. Leave. I'll tell you something. This is going to be the most unique season that any of the viewers have ever watched, and it's going to be very special. It really is.
1: Why do, Why do you say that? Why do you say it's going to be so unique?
4: Because it's a different dynamic. Um, I think we're all we all feel freer. Um, Bethany was a very strong character on the show. She was very good for the show. But without her presence, it's like, you know, we just have to always walk around eggshells with her. And now we're just, you know, we're, we're you're gonna see more of us show ourselves. Like, if, have you seen the first episode? They didn't send me the first episode. I'm so disappointed. All right, well, it, <laughs> In the first episode, I reveal some pain that I'm going through, and I never would have done that before. And I'm just, we're all showing deeper layers of ourselves. And I think, you know, in this time that we're going on, that's going on in the world, people will relate to us so much more because they'll see, you know what? They have the same problems I have because it's not so superficial. It's more, it's not, we're always real, but we kind of peel back the layers and expose our innermost fears and worries. And yeah people can relate to that.
1: Definitely. When I was sp- uh, speaking to Luann earlier today, and she said the similar thing about not having Bethany there. Like, everybody else can really shine, and you can get to know, I mean, we've known you for s- so many years, but get to know everybody a little bit
4: more. I think we go deeper. I think we yeah. go deeper. I really do. Yeah. We really do. You know, And it's like, you know, I always say, you know, like, if you go through, like, we all have problems in our life. no one has, okay, I want everyone to know out there, no one has a perfect life. So when you look at someone go, oh, their life's so perfect, why can't I have that? Bullshit. It's not perfect. They go through the same misery, arguments, money problems, sex problems, lies, whatever. We all go through the same shit. We're all the same people. Right. And, you know, you need people to identify with. So, you know, if, if you lose your, a parent, how can you cope with it? by listening to someone who also lost a parent. So I think our viewers will identify with us so much more this season because we're exposing more our wants, our needs, and most of all, our vulnerability and our weaknesses.
1: You know, I mean, Luann spoke to us about it last week, and she's doing it responsibly, and she feels like she's in a good place to to do it again, and it seems like everybody's supporting her.
3: Right. So, you know, last night on the episode, Dorinda even said... uh, she doesn't think Luann's an alcoholic. She just got caught, which mm-hmm. I mean, there's an argument to be made there. Um, yeah, I actually did speak to one of my friends who, um, is sober and he unfortunately thinks that someone like Luann is giving, giving people like that a bad name. So I don't yeah. know. I feel, I feel torn because, you know, you want to s- support your friends that are sober and, making good decisions in their lives. But you also want to support people like Luann, who's like, you know, I went through a tricky time, but I do think I can handle making decisions for myself to drink again. So I don't know. It's
1: right. D- it's it's kind their of, decision. It's, it's I guess. tricky. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very tricky situation. And, you know, as long as Luann is in a good place and, you know, doing things responsibly and you know, kind of taking care of herself, then, you know, we'll support her. Right.
3: I just don't want to see her spiral out of control on this season because based on the trailer, there is a lot of drinking happening. Oh,
1: yes, there's a lot of drinking. (laughs) Um, And there's also a lot of drama. And, you know, it seems like a lot of the drama is going to happen between Ramona and Dorinda. And while they may be in a good place now, the ladies actually told us that it wasn't really smooth sailing this season. So take a listen. What happened between you and Dorinda this season? I mean, we see that there is a little bit of friction between the two of you. Um,
4: you know, can you explain a little bit about what, what kind of went sure. down this season? Um, I think people, when they're upset about things in their lives, they take it out in people they're closest to. And Dorinda's struggling with some things, and you're going to have to see what she's struggling with and if she ends up working out or not. Mm-hmm. But I love Dorinda, and she'll always be a very close friend of mine.
1: It seems like some of the women do go after you a bit this season. Is that going to be hard for you to watch back? And who was kind of in your corner this whole season?
0: Well, I don't think it's some of the women. I think it's mainly just me and and um, uh, Ramona. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that is, is deflection. And I think that also, too, I think that I had a year where I really got you know, a lot going on in my life, a lot of different moving parts, which you'll see. And I am sort of at the point in my life where I just you know, if, if I don't want to be sold to build a bill of goods that aren't real. I want to just keep it real. So I think I just in my good Jorinda way, just call it out. Yeah. And um, you know, but Ramona and I have been friends for 20 years. We go through our stuff and we eventually always try to work it out, which is good. Are you on good terms now? Not, absolutely not. No. <laughs> you know, I'm, the good thing about me is is I, I sort of, you know, I stand by my stuff. Mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, and I, I, if I think I did something wrong, I'm quick to say, I'm sorry, but if I see something wrong, I'm quick to point it out.
1: Well, I'm glad these ladies are back in a good place because, you know, you know, like we, we love our Dorinda and we love our Ramona and we want them to, to be happy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next section. Who is being such a liar, Camille?
2: You're such a f***ing liar,
1: Camille.
3: Who is being such a liar, Camille? As always, we are going to talk about who we think may be telling a little white lie or fibbing this week. Christina, do you have Mm -hmm. a pick?
1: I do. Leah saying, the new housewife Leah on The Real Housewives of New York saying that she doesn't know what Giovanni is. Oh, yes. Come on. Wait, that
3: was a highlight. We didn't talk (laughs) about it. That was a highlight of last night's episode. So, the drag queen, the fabulous Chelsea Pierce came out to surprise the ladies with a feeling Giovanni performance. And we mm-hmm. cut to Leah's confessional saying she doesn't know what Giovanni is.
1: Come on. She has to like <laughs> Google it. She's like, oh, it's a, it's a fashion line. Like, you know what Giovanni is. Yeah, t-
3: two things. A, she was cast on The Housewives. Don't tell me you didn't watch previous episodes and know right. that Giovanni was kind of a whole thing. And B, Leah has a fashion line. So don't you know? yeah. Other brands, even if they're not necessarily like competing with your aesthetic, like come on.
1: Come on. I don't believe her. All right, Joe, how about you?
3: Similar again happened at the party on last night's episode. Dorinda debuted her like really cute, uh, funky pixie cut type thing. (laughs) Yeah. And Ramona came in and was like loving it. And I believed her. And then Luann came in and in my opinion, kind of gave that, you know, that fake thing you do to friends where you're like, oh my God, your hair. Yes.
1: <laughs> so I think she was
3: sort of alluding to the fact that she liked it, but you could sort of tell she was like, not for me.
1: <laughs> right. Yes. Oh my God. So funny. I liked it. I liked it well, too. Dorinda can do no wrong in my book. I, totally. I think she's fantastic. She's the um, best. She really is. Okay. So let's move on to who going to check us, boo. Who gonna check me, boo.
3: All right, who going to check us, Boo? Of course, after one of the best quotes from the Atlanta franchise, where we're going to pick something that no one is going to come and check us for. Christina?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, we kind of touched on this already. Um, Leah being a great addition to the Housewives. I think that she's really going to fit in really well with everybody. I liked her. I liked her um, sassiness. I liked her no BS attitude. And I think that she's going to be a really great addition. I think... um, she'll fill the void of Bethany. She won't be Bethany, but she'll definitely fill that void that we've been looking for. So I, I really liked her.
3: I feel like no one's going to come and check us for Leah being a good housewife. I even no, had a I friend don't think so. yesterday after the premiere text me and say they hadn't seen Leah. They hadn't seen someone have such a seamless transition into joining the cast since even Dorinda or
1: right. Sonia.
3: Because, you know, we saw like Barbara and we see yes. Jules even. You just kind of know that like They're okay. They may not stick around. Leah, on the other hand, seems like she's in to stay.
1: Yeah, she's got some staying power. I enjoyed her. How about you, Joe? Uh,
3: I got to say this week I loved going back to Kyle Richards. She posted on Mm -hmm. Instagram that they were doing a video shoot for, you know, for their looks during the transitions. Yeah. Which I love. And she just looked fabulous. If you go to her Instagram, you'll see it. She's in this gorgeous white dress. And I just think no one can come and check Kyle Richards for how fabulous she looks.
1: She does. She, I mean, age. I feel like she gets better with age. She yes. really does.
3: Just better with age, like not in a fake way. Like it's happening naturally.
1: Right. Sorry. I was going on and looking at that. Um, oh, yeah. That- see, <laughs> She looks so good. She, she looks, looks so amazing. Good.
3: And, you know, the <laughs> housewives thing is like some people are a little nipped and tucked a little too much. Yeah.
1: But no, I
3: don't know. It's just working
1: serving looks this season. I love it. Um, So speaking of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we're going to catch up with a lot of them next week. So we will definitely have that for you, which I'm so excited. The new season premieres on April 15th. So drama will be definitely in store.
3: Definitely. I actually have to say, based on what we talked about last week and Andy saying, you know, he decided to hold off and not dump the seasons all at once. I do think Mm -hmm. that was a smart decision because I got my fix with New York and now I can take a little bit of a breather, watch next week and then be excited when Beverly Hills finally comes back.
1: 100%. Well, Joe, it was so much fun talking everything Housewives with you as always. Yes, as always. I'm
3: sure we'll have much, much more next week.
1: I know, the Housewives news doesn't stop. It doesn't. Which we love. (laughs) All right, well, that's it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. Make sure to check back next week when we sit down with the ladies of Beverly Hills. But if you need your Housewives fixed before then, head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered and make sure you listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts.